Hi there and welcome. This is Amanda, the founder of Astrology Hub, and you're listening to our week ahead snapshot with world-class astrologer, historian, and author of the Cosmic Calendar, Christopher Renstrom. This show is designed to give you a quick overview of the week ahead, enabling you the gift of choice in how you navigate and weave these energies into your daily life. Enjoy. My name is Christopher Renstrom, and I'm your weekly horoscope columnist here on Astrology Hub. This week, I wanted to talk to you about the upcoming Venus-Pluto square on April 11th, but I decided maybe this time, let's think outside the astrological box. So instead of talking to you about planets, I thought I'd talk to you about comic books. I remember buying this when I was 15 years old in 1975. I know that sounds like a million years ago. Oh, my heart was pounding. I mean, to see this huge reproduction of Wonder Woman number one, and and it sold for a dollar. Well, I had to save up a lot of money for that, but it sold for a dollar and I purchased it. And it was a beauty. I, I, I think I became a feminist immediately. Wonder Woman was so spectacular. She was so gorgeous and she, and she had an invisible airplane and, and, a, and a golden magic lasso that whenever she threw it around someone and it wrapped around that person, it forced that person to tell the truth. So had these iron bracelets on her wrists so that when anyone fired gun, guns at her, she could take the bracelets and go and, 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 and the bullets would never hit her because she moved so quickly. I mean, Wonder Woman was like this extraordinary comic book superheroine. And she was pretty much the first one. Now remember back in the day, comics were written like a month or two before publication. So they had no idea that there was going to be attack on Pearl Harbor. So she came out right at the outbreak of World War II here in the United States of America. Wonder Woman didn't come from an alien planet. Wonder Woman wasn't um, bitten by a radioactive spider or inspired by a bat. Wonder Woman was from a tribe of Amazonian women, okay? And she was blessed with the wisdom of Athena, the beauty of Aphrodite, the speed and flight of Mercury, and the strength of Hercules. And the story of the Amazons, or the story of Wonder Woman rather, was written by William Moulton Marston. William Moulton Marston invented Wonder Woman. He was a psychologist and he was also famous for having perfected the lie detector test, hence the golden lasso that when it wrapped around someone made that person speak the truth. So the Amazons were created in the comic book by Venus, all right, by who, who we know in, in astrology as the goddess of love and beauty. And so Venus and Mars were having an argument one day in the comic book, and Mars was boasting about how, you know, his was a world dominated by men who fought battles and had feats of strength and killed each other, and there was bloodshed, and <laughs> isn't that great? And Venus said, well, I'm going to create a race of people that are going to be just as strong as your men. And he's like, really, who? And she's like, women. And he's like, women, oh, women are, are, are weak and they're easily submissive to men and, 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 and they do man's bidding. And Venus said, my women won't. My women I'm going to call Amazons and they're going to be led by Queen Hippolyta and they're gonna live on Paradise Island and they're going to bring peace to earth. And, 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 
Aries or Mars, the god of war, says, well, how are they going to bring peace to Earth? And she said, by being beautiful and full of love and strong. And he's like, really? And she's like, they're going to be the equal of men. And so what William Moulton Marston infused in this comic book was this idea that women were as strong and equal to men, that they would never be submissive to men. Uh, which, I mean, if you think about it, for like kids buying it in 1941, that's a hell of a message there. So anyway, you know, Mars is like, hmm, you know, these Amazonians, they are very quick. They are very fierce in battle. They are very loving and compassionate in peace. I must do something to subjugate them. So what he does is that he sends Hercules on out to seduce Queen Hippolyta. Hercules, you know, sort of like takes off his toga and shows his bare chest and he's really, really beefy and muscular. And he's like, hey, Queen Hippolyta, do you like what you see? And Queen Hippolyta is like, you are a marvel of a man. You're so attractive. Active. And he's like, why don't, why don't you come to my tent tonight and we'll have food and wine and, and festivities? And Queen Hippolyta was like, sounds like a delightful date. So Queen Hippolyta comes to Hercules' uh, tent that night. And what Hercules does is that he drugs her wine so that she, she, she passes out and falls asleep. And when she wakes up, she's chained. There are these, these, these bracelets and they're chained. And she and the Amazonian tribe, the entire Paradise Island, is chained and so they're treated like like slaves like like chattel like 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 property by Hercules and his men and and the Amazons the Amazons you know cry out they cry out to Venus they say please please save us and Hippolyta prays at night to Venus at her altar and she says please please Venus we let you down please please save us and so I guess Hippolyta on that day was having a lucky Venus transit because Venus answered her and she says to Hippolyta, I will break your chains, but, but you must always wear the bracelets on your wrists to remind you of the foolishness of having subjugated yourself to men. And Hippolyta remembers that lesson. So years later, Hippolyta, wanting a child, fashions a statue and Venus breathes life into it. You might hear some Pygmalion there. And the statue comes to life and it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful maiden woman. And it's Princess Diana, it's Wonder Woman. And so Wonder Woman is, is full of beauty and everyone extols her virtues and things like this. And what so happen, what, what happens at about the same time that Wonder Woman is revealed and everyone is extolling her beauty is that um, there's a strange, warplane that crashes in the ocean. And so Wonder Woman swims out in the ocean with her best friend, oh, maybe it was like Ariadne or something like that. And, and so they rescue this pilot out of, of the water and it's a male pilot, pilot. And it's the first man who's ever set foot on Paradise Island in centuries, like since Hercules. And so Hippolyta's not too sure of this. And, and Diana, in sort of Pocahontas style, pleads for the life of Steve Trevor, okay, and Hippolyta, you know, grants it. But it comes as a signal that now the world is in need of the special mission of Amazons to bring peace and love to society. And so one Amazon among uh, from the entire island is going to be chosen as a champion. She will wear the Wonder Woman garb. She will carry carry the magic lasso. She will have the bands that can deflect bullets and she will wear those fabulously red kick-ass boots. Okay, so all these Amazons have this contest and they, 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 they you know, sword play and outrace each other and all these sorts of things. But the one who emerges victorious and she's wearing a mask so as to be disguised from her mother 
is Princess Diana. So she emerges as Wonder Woman and she takes Steve Trevor back to civilization where they're going to fight spies and Nazis and, and, and World War II and all those sorts of things. So that's the story of Wonder Woman in a nutshell. And why I wanted to share with that with you is because it's not the typical way we think of Venus. Although Wonder Woman was completely inspired by the creator who was inspired by Venus. And I was thinking she's rather a fascinating idea for like Venus in Aries. And what I wanted to point out with this upcoming Venus in Aries squaring Pluto in Capricorn. I don't know if you guys had a chance to see this or not, but a couple of weeks ago, I, I hosted on Astrology Hub, both the Inner Circle and the General Astrology Hub, a comic book panel from Wonder Woman. And it's a great moment. Steve Trevor is, is her love interest, but he goes on adventures with her. It's the exact opposite of Superman and Lois Lane. Like Superman is always rescuing Lois Lane from all these disasters and things like that. And Lois Lane is kind of like used to it. In fact, in order to get Superman's attention, Lois Lane kind of, kind of like throws herself off buildings, you know, like, you know, and he races to whenever she wants his attention. So she's kind of like taking advantage a little bit. But anyway, Steve Trevor goes on these adventures alongside Wonder Woman and they fight all these villains and they go to different planets and they go to different dimensions and astral plane and all sorts of things. Wonder Woman is so wild in the 1940s. It's really, really fabulous. But Steve turns to her after one adventure. They're flying, they're flying home in the invisible plane. And Steve turns to her and says, you were superb, Angel. If only you'd marry me. You know, he's so excited about this adventure that they shared. But Wonder Woman looks at him rather seriously and she says, if I married you, Steve, I'd have to pretend I'm weaker than you are to make you happy. And that no woman should ever have to do. I thought that that was like, wow. I mean, that just bowled me over. I was like, what an incredible portrait of a Venus Pluto square. I mean, the idea that if I married you, Steve, I'd have to pretend I'm weaker to make you happy and that no woman should ever have to do. That is so Venus and Aries to me. It's like Venus and Aries is so empowered and, and it's so self-realized and almost like without peer that the idea that marrying or, or stooping to the level of what you think you should do to make someone else happy is going to make you powerless. I mean, it's this reminder again of how the Amazons let themselves be lured by, by, by Hercules and then they're freed by, by, by Venus, but must always wear the bracelets as a reminder of, of, having, of the foolishness of having subjugated themselves. And what's interesting about that is like, it's the Pluto. Pluto is a planet connected to darker forces and to power. And and for anyone who's familiar with, under, with, with Wonder Woman, you know there's kind of a kinky side. I mean, Wonder Woman's always tying people up with her lasso. The only way that she can may, be made weak is if someone takes her bands and forges chains. So she's often being chained up or hung from meat hooks by chains and things like this. I mean, it became rather alarming. Well, first of all, it became alarming. And it was kind of like pointed out by the censors that there was like a little bit too 
chains and bondage going on with Wonder Woman, but Wonder Woman outsold Superman by like, I think 80% of sales or something like that because all the kids were reading about it. But anyway, but there's that kind of Plutonian side, you know, and then it comes out. But I think the moral of the story, the moral of the story here with the Venus-Pluto square is that you should never lower yourself to someone else to make them happy. You know, that your happiness isn't going to come from that. You being less than you are isn't going to support the other person. And I think that that's an extraordinary message that we can take away from this week's Venus-Pluto square. And I think the other message that we can take away comes from the 1976 uh, the series premiered in the Bicentennial of America. But the other line that we can take away comes from the 1976 television series, uh, Wonder Woman. And that line is, always remember, you're a wonder, Wonder Woman. Your weekly horoscope is brought to you by Astrology Hub. If you'd like more extended personalized guidance from Christopher by Sunsign and Rising, make sure you subscribe to receive the free weekly horoscope delivered via email to your inbox each Sunday. Just go to astrologyhub.com slash horoscope and start receiving even more free personalized guidance today. That's astrologyhub.com slash horoscope. And if you love what we do and would like to support our work, please subscribe to the podcast, give us some stars, and if you feel inclined, leave us a review. It does so much to help us get quality astrology out to the world, and we're grateful for all the time that you take to do this. Thank you for listening in today, and as always, thank you for making astrology a part of your life.